What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. And as you guys know, we're back with our week three takeaways. Going to go through each game, discuss what we took away from it, what we learned, what we liked, what we didn't like, how we feel about it. With that being said, be sure to check out our first exclusive segment this week on YouTube. Link below. We did our week for waiver wire pick up some of the biggest names on the waiver wire you need to stop what you're doing right now go pick up right now um be sure be on the lookout for tomorrow's episode of stardom sit guys who were starting this week guys who were sitting this week going into week four then thursday we're dropping our one-on-one wager series and our best bets episodes so be sure to check that out and um with that being said here's a word from our sponsor be sure to check out our sponsor little italy pizzeria they got the best cheesesteaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. They got two locations. One's in Middletown, one's in Townsend, Delaware. They got a brand new website. It looks great. It works well. Full menu. Go check it out. Go have some lunch, have some dinner, have a drink. Bring the family. Bring the boys. Watching football games, TV on each wall. Be sure to check it out. Great family business with great food. Thank you. Yeah. Ryan's right, though. Um, we do make some pretty good food. And um, after that word from our sponsor, we got a couple pieces of news real quick. C.J. Henderson was finally traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for tight end Dan Arnold and a fifth round or third round pick, maybe? Dan Arnold and a third for C.J. Henderson and a fifth. Wow. Basically, um, the Panthers made him a sandwich. Uh, they gave him some chips. Maybe even a Coke. And they got C.J. Henderson out of it. Yeah. Um, which is a big acquisition. F- acquisition? Is that the one? Yes. Accusation for them with J.C. Horn breaking his foot and being out for the year. So, I mean, just wait till next year when they have two of the best young corners in football on rookie deals, on a defense that looks solid. But, yeah, they bought him in to fill the need of J.C. Horn who broke his foot Thursday night against the Houston Texans. And um, Josh Gordon got reinstated in a signing to Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not sure how I feel about this. I don't see Josh Gordon making a huge impact for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he hasn't played football a lot. Uh, I don't really know. Josh Gordon, as a player, is super talented. I'm not sure he still has it in him. Not sure how well he's going to click with the Chiefs. Uh, so with that being said, I think it's more just a wait-and-see type of deal. Could work out for him. Yeah, and um, now that we covered the news out of the way, let's get into Thursday night's game. The Carolina Panthers traveled to Houston and took down the Houston Texans with a final score of 24-9. The Carolina Panthers advanced 2-3-0, and and the Houston Texans dropped down to 1-2. and um, We watched this game live. Um, Wasn't very good. No. Christian McCaffrey did go down, though. Christian McCaffrey hurt his hammy real bad. It's looking like he's post, he's touted the miss between three to six weeks. Not good, but that makes Chuba Hubbard the hottest waiver wire pickup out this week, arguably the season. Link in the description below for our full waiver wire pickup video. But yeah, the Panthers, they didn't look particularly good. Sam Darnold did, but just as a team, losing J.C. Horn and Christian McCaffrey, your top corner, and arguably the best running back in football in the same game hurts Houston Texans kind of fell back down to earth after they lost Tyrod Taylor playing exactly how the Houston Texans I thought we were going to see um what were your thoughts on this game yeah I mean I kind of just took this game with a grain of salt you can't really make a lot of takeaways just because of how bad the Texans are the Panthers you know they're banged up obviously and that sucks for them Uh, I'll jump on to well I'll give 
credit to DJ Moore first. He had about 100 yards. He was the main offensive point for the Panthers, so he had a great game. Uh, it's good for him. But I'll go ahead and jump to this Texan side of the ball, and we're really seeing this trend a lot through the NFL, and rookie quarterbacks are struggling. Granted, Davis Mills, he wasn't a starter coming into the year. It was Tyrod Taylor, but Davis Mills, you know, he tried to step in and do pretty good, and he ended up um, not doing very good. He scored nine yeah. points against the Panthers. Panthers has been have been balling out, so... You know, it was a tough matchup for him. I, like I said, I'm not taking much away from this. The Panthers are st- they're a good team. They're not, you know, the best 3-0 and team out there. Um, they're not the best team in football either. They're 3-0, and good for them. They had a lucky stretch. Now, you know, they're on to the Cowboys and the Texans. They're going to keep doing what they do and not winning games. Um, hopefully, they're, hopefully they're, you know, doing, I don't know. Hopefully team chemistry is <laughs> all right. Hopefully they can bounce back. Uh, when Tyrod gets back, you know, things will change. Things will be better. Yeah, the Panthers, I mean, the Texans suck. The Panthers, I they were a team that I thought were going to be okay this year, but starting 3-0 and is huge for them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, three easy games, but you have to win the easy games in yeah. the NFL. So, good for the Panthers. All right, and then moving on to Sunday's games, we had the Cleveland Browns advancing the two and one, taking down the Chicago Bears with a final score of 26-6. to The Cleveland- I would like to start off with this one. Because I have a stat that I'm not sure you heard of. Go ahead. Justin Tucker. Oh, yeah. Had more yards than the Browns. I also saw a stat that one of their players retweeted it, I think. I'm not sure who it was. But I think the Bears averaged like one point. Jimmy Graham. That was Jimmy Graham retweeted it. 1.2 yards per play, and that's like the second lowest in the past 100 years. The Bears sucked. Like I said, rookie quarterbacks have been struggling. Here's another one. Browns have, what, nine sacks? Yeah. Miles Garrett had himself a day. Justin Fields, they didn't do enough to prepare him. I don't think. Yeah, it was it was ugly. It was bad. David Montgomery didn't really get his feet on the ground. Uh, the Browns blew him out. Bears sucked. Matt Matt Nagy sucks. That's Matt Nagy's terrible. I saw someone said he's the Adam Gase of the league this year, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, yep. But now, um, this is a game I actually want to talk about. I'll start off with the um. Chicago Bears side of the ball. The greatest podcast on turf had their own plans on how Justin Fields was going to get incorporated. And the <laughs> Chicago Bears jumped it too early, a week too early. The Chicago Bears play the Detroit Lions this week, who is a bad football team. Then they play the Raiders next week, who in theory are also a bad football team. So Justin Fields kind of got thrown to the wolves here on this one. He had a week to prepare to start. Um, so, yeah, they just didn't look good. They are The Bears' offensive line looked god-awful. They sucked. <laughs> they couldn't get anything going on offense. Montgomery couldn't get going because he killed me in fantasy. Um, didn't uh, some, somebody shut down Robinson, too, didn't they? But didn't they say it was Grant Delpit? Delpit had himself. Delpit's good. He J-O-K looked good last week. good, too. They, they all did, and um, we'll touch on that more in a second. But um, I saw this question on Twitter also, and I wanted to I, I screenshotted it and saved it for the podcast. Um... So Andy Dalton comes back healthy next week. Does he get the start? Do they bring him back as the starter, or do you think they just keep running with Justin Fields? Um, I think you got to keep Justin Fields at this point. Personally, if Justin Fields wasn't ready, you should have started Nick Foles this week, in my opinion. Fair. But if you, if you start Justin Fields, that tells me that you think he's ready. And if you think he's ready, don't bench him against the Lions for Andy Dalton. I mean, let's be real. Like I said, if he wasn't ready for the throne, you should have just let Nick Foles start and lose. Instead, you put in Justin Fields and throw him to the Wolves. Don't take him out when it's an easy game. Leave him in there against the Burt Lions. See what he can do. 
Hopefully he does all right, but I don't think he can go back to Andy Dalton. Yeah, like we said, in theory, this is the week Justin Fields. These are the next two weeks Justin Fields is supposed to come in and take that starting spot from Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton being injured helps that case and that theory that much. But um, to go to the Browns side now, the Browns defense finally found their footing, especially up front. Nine sacks is huge. I know Chicago's offensive line is terrible, but still nine sacks is huge. The defense finally seemed to put it together after two weeks of almost losing to the Texans and losing to the Chiefs. The defense that we saw yesterday from the Cleveland Browns is the defense that I was waiting to see all year and kind of I think feel as though everyone thought we were going to see this year. So, I mean, it's good to see them finally back. Grant Delpit, it looked amazing. JOK looked very good, like how I thought he would. So, that's good. And Odell Beckham Jr., perhaps the biggest story of it all, finally came back. Five and nine targets, 77 yards. Him and Baker Mayfield are going to look to pick up where they left off. Going into Minnesota this week, which we'll touch on more. Next podcast on Thursday, be sure to check it out. Be on the lookout for that. Check out all of our other content linked in the bio and the description. Um... But yeah, the Browns look good. The Browns looked very dominant on both sides of the ball. Look for them to continue that for this year and go play a Super Bowl. And again, I know, I know, I know it's only the Bears and it was Justin Fields' first start. But a win's a win. I'm still buying into the Browns hype no matter what. They're 2-1. The greatest podcast on turf is fans of Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. And with that being said, it was good to see their defense finally hit the ground running and finally put it all together. Clowney even looked good. Miles Garrett had four and a half sacks. And just they all around the Cleveland Browns looked very good on Sunday yesterday. Yeah, I mean, for me, like I said, we're buying into the Browns hype. And sometimes a team just needs a bad team to play to get on the right foot. And hopefully this is the Browns team that the Bears, you know, they suck. Hopefully this is them getting on the right foot. And we can see this continue, you know, throughout the season. Grant Delpit, JOK both had big days. And that's good signs from young players that you know the back end on this defense was struggling now these two guys are showing up and that's great for this team so I'll go ahead and jump to the next game had the Cardinals traveling to Jacksonville and they ended up winning this one 31 and 19 it was a pretty tight game for most of it uh, the Jaguars had to lead at halftime Cardinals ended up pulling away like I said 31 and 19 Kyler had a couple picks I believe at least one didn't play that great of a game but the Cardinals still ended up winning and that's with DeAndre Hopkins being banged up. Rondell Moore having a good, not having a good game. Instead, A.J. Green and Christian Kirk did. Yeah. It seems like the Cardinals, you know, they're kind of just going to find a new James player Conner to do well. something. James Conner to do pretty good. On my bench. Um, the Cardinals, like the Browns, we've been high on this team all offseason. My dark horse Super Bowl pick, Cardinals-Browns. Yeah. <laughs> I know the odds aren't in my favor, but both teams are off to a pretty good start. Cardinals beat the Jaguars. Uh, I'll go to the Jaguars' end. I don't think Trevor had that good of a day. Um, Jaguars look like they're going to be a bottom feeder in the NFL. 0-3 so far. Not winning football games. Trevor's not looking too good. The team itself isn't looking too good. It's not looking good for Urban Meyer and friends. They just traded away C.J. Henderson for a sandwich, and this is not good. A sandwich, chips, and a Coke. Don't forget. Yep. Um, So, yeah. Cardinals won. Cardinals are the way better team than the Jaguars. There's not much, you know, real takeaways here. Like there will be in some of these closer, better matchups. These were two. We start off with three real lopsided games, I would say. Um, So, yeah, I'm not taking much away from this. The Cardinals did what they had to do. And the Jaguars are bottom feeders. 
fair. Um, Cardinals, they don't have really have. There's not much to say about them. They look good. D Hop was banged up, but they, they just went to show how dynamic of an offense they are. I know they struggled early on in the game. They kicked a 68 yard field goal for some reason, like they thought they were going to make it. Um, <laughs> stupid. It was close to start. I think Kyler had a few bad picks. But, no, nah, I mean, it just goes to show that um, they lose D-Hop. They're picking up right where they left off with the two running backs, with A.J. Green, with Tristan Kirk. So, I mean, it just goes to show, like, how we've been saying that the Cardinals are a very, very, very dynamic football team and that they'll be able to win these games that they struggle in still. And on the Jaguars' end, Urban Meyer's terrible. I'm not concerned about Trevor Lawrence. I think we'll be fine. In theory, he— um, He'll be fine if he gets a new coach. But if Urban some, Meyer stays there, he might not. And some new weapons, I mean— Marvin Jones ain't all that. LaVisca Chenault hasn't been exceptional like I thought he would. Um, DJ Chark hasn't been. Yeah, I mean, that's not saying much. Marvin Jones is a great receiver, too. I'm not sure it's the weapons as much as it is the coach. Because James Robinson was a stud last year. DJ Chark has shown that he's decent. Chenault was supposed to be good, and Marvin Jones... Didn't get no separation. You watch the game. You got got Byron Murphy Jr. and Robert Alford shutting down these guys, pressing them, not letting them get any separation open, which, I mean, it's really not a good look. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I hope the Jags will be fine. I hope they get it together for Trevor Lawrence. Take, I'm a big Trevor Lawrence guy. Um, and, yeah, I mean, this was kind of an uglier game, like Ryan said, but um, here we are. We're about to move on to some of the better games. Um, got the Chargers traveling to Kansas City and upsetting them 30-24. to the Chiefs fall to one and two, their first time below five hundred since twenty fifteen. Yikes! Chargers made some aggressive calls at the end that won them the football game. Yeah, new coach got ballsy and it paid off. They say, I mean, it's better it's better to lose aggressively than to lose, you know, softly. Even the announcers were like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, Tony. Or I think it was Tony, Tony Romo was, was like, like, "Kick a field goal," and they were like, "Nope." Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the Chargers did good. This is. The, you know, the big takeaway here is Chargers beat the Chiefs. Actually, you know, the big takeaway here is the Cowboys beat the Chargers and the Chargers beat the Chiefs. So, therefore, the Dallas Cowboys are the second-best team in football behind the Buccaneers. Um, well, no, the Rams just beat the Buccaneers. So, in theory, oh, that makes the Cowboys and Rams the best teams. But, no, we lost the boat, so we're third. It's fair. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. On a serious note, Justin Herbert had probably the biggest win of his career. He outdoed. Patty Mahomes in Kansas City. Not many people can say that they could. Not many people can say that. I don't think Tyreek Hill was pretty much held. I'm almost positive. Kelsey, did he have a good game? I don't think he did either. Um, they still managed to score 24 points. Clyde Edwards Alaire at 100 yards on he the ground, a scored game. a touchdown. Nicole Hardman caught a touchdown. Yes, yeah, so I don't. Tyreek Hill definitely didn't do nothing. Um, but the Chargers, the big story is. They beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Eckler had a good day. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both had pretty good days. Mike Williams especially. Justin Herbert's biggest win of his career. And this is the possibility of seeing Justin Herbert and Pat Mahomes battle out for the division for the next 15 or so years. Um, Kelsey had 100 yards. Kelsey had a good day. Uh, but they held down Tyreek Hill. So if you hold down one of them, you can, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's good for you. They beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. That's the takeaway. Justin Herbert versus Pat Mahomes. Justin Herbert's 1-0 this year against them. That's the takeaway. Yeah, it was a big win for the Chargers. They were underdogs in this game, which is fair. Kansas City didn't look good. Kansas City hasn't looked good the past two weeks. They've looked sloppy. Mahomes hasn't looked like himself. The offense really hasn't been as high-powered as we all thought. Yeah, they're kind of scoring a lot of points, but... 
They just haven't been able to put it together. Chargers looked good, made some ballsy calls at the end of the game. But, hey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take and scare money don't make money. Chargers went out, got a huge division win. Just I don't, I don't know about the Chiefs. Um, it seems as though that Super Bowl loss really affected them. Yeah, they revamped the offensive line. In theory, they should have came back and kind of ran through the league this year with that chip on their shoulder that they got blown out in the Super Bowl. I don't know how much, how deep I'm looking into this one. It's still the Chiefs. If the Chiefs continue to lose, then it'll start to be concerning to me. But, I mean, uh, two weeks in a row losing to teams who are decent, I mean, I don't know how much to look into it, but... Good for the Chargers. Good for Justin Herbert. Good for their new head coach, Arthur Smith. No. I get them all confused because they're... Brandon Staley. Stanley. Whatever it is. But yeah, good for them, guys. They were very happy to win. Justin Herbert looked good. Mike Williams, says him and Justin Herbert have been clicking a lot. They've been really, really good developing a connection. Keenan Allen did good. The Chargers defense looked pretty good as well. Joey Bosa made some big plays down the stretch. So, um... Go for the Chargers, man. Um, the takeaway here is the Kansas City Chiefs and Houston Texans have the same one and two record. Flukes happen. Don't worry about it. And the Schittsburg Steelers. And the Ravens. Oh no, they're two and one. And the Patriots. Ravens should have been one and two. Yeah. They got it. Yeah. We'll touch on that later. Um, jumping into the next game, the one and two Washington football team. Lost to the 2-1 Buffalo Bills. Uh, both teams were 1-1 one one going into this. The Buffalo Bills smoked them, I would say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> blew them out, 43-21. 22-point win against the Washington football team, who supposedly has a good defense. I haven't seen it that much this year. Bills rolled them. Uh, Zach Moss, Emmanuel Sanders. Diggs didn't have that great of a day. Cole Beasley did pretty good. Dawson Knox, Moss somebody. Um... Josh Allen looked great. He threw, what, four or five touchdowns? Yeah. The takeaway here is Washington's not looking that good. So the NFC East might be up for grabs. We might see the NFC come down to, to last night's game, uh, Cowboys-Eagles. No, this will be, yeah, be last night. Last night's game with Cowboys-Eagles. We're recording it. Um, Before the, the game, of. so we are not going to be talking about the Eagles-Cowboys game. Yep. Um. So, yeah, Bills-Washington. Bills ended up blowing them out 43-21. And that's a lot of points against this Washington football defense. Um, this game went over by far. Probably shouldn't have. Zach Moss, Josh Allen blew up Washington, and Washington didn't really have an answer for him. No, they didn't. Um, this one surprised me. I'll, to start out with the Washington side, my biggest takeaway from this game is their defense hasn't found its footing yet. I'm a, I was a big I've bought very much stock into the hype of the Washington football team's defense this offseason, and I thought as though they could be as good as top one defense in the NFL. So, they haven't. <laughs> no. To be honest, they really, really haven't. It's not looking good for them, but, I mean, it goes in. Taylor Heineke's the quarterback. He didn't look good. He threw three picks. He was kind of just running around. Um, Terry McLaurin, <laughs> don't know what he did. Not really. It was Brian just it was a bad game for Washington. It was yeah, a tough Antonio matchup. Gibson got a lucky run. The seventy-three yard touchdown pass. I think he had. Uh, I think it was whatever. One of it them was lucky. But yeah, Buffalo looked good. Washington's defense hasn't looked good. Washington's They're offense hasn't looked particularly good. Ain't bad. Um, but yeah, Buffalo's look good after that week one upset. Being upset by Pittsburgh week one, they really kind of excuse me lit a flame under them and kind of just 
they kind of came out against Miami last week and they kind of haven't picked their foot up off the gas and they just been rolling through. I thought Washington was going to be able to kind of hold their own, but uh, they didn't. No. Not at all. They lost by 22. But, yeah, with that being said, my biggest takeaway is Buffalo is still Buffalo. That week one upset in Pittsburgh was a fluke. And Washington, my biggest takeaway for them is they need to figure it out on defense or they're not going to win because I don't know if Taylor Heineke is that guy. I'm a firm believer that they should have traded up for a Justin Fields or for a Trey Lance or even a Mac Jones. Instead of rolling with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke. So, yeah. Washington, I don't know what you're doing. You should have put me in charge. Yeah, uh, my takeaway is Buffalo is back. Uh, I'm better than ever. Yeah. So go ahead and jump to the next game. Two very, I would say, two banged up teams. Got the Colts. They traveled to the Titans. The Colts are now 0-3, partially because, of, like I said, the injuries and a very tough start to the schedule. Seahawks, Titans, and Rams. Uh, Three very good teams that they lost to. And they ended up losing to the Titans 25-16. to uh, There's a few things that happened in this game, a couple takeaways. The first one being uh, Carson Wentz didn't look that great. No. Granted, he came off of two sprained ankles, so that obviously is a problem. That's and granted, obviously he sucks. That's fair. Um, <laughs> and then the Titans, a couple takeaways here is A.J. Brown. Uh, I think pulled, stretched, something with his hammy, uh, strained, I think. Um so he was banged up. He didn't play that much in the game. In fact, he was out, I think, ever since the first quarter, give or take. Yeah. Uh, so that's something to look out for. Also, Julio Jones was load-managed in the second half. He did not play much at all. No. Derrick Henry had a pretty good game. I would say the takeaways here are the Colts. You know, they got dealt a pretty crappy hand. They just need to They need to play <laughs> against a crappy team and then kind of build momentum. up some confidence and get, hopefully the team can stay healthy. And then the Titans side, you know, they need to get healthy also. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. A.J. with the hammy. Uh, Julio with the load management. Once they get healthy again, they'll be fine. Uh, the Titans end up winning 2-1. Ryan Tannehill didn't have that good of a game, but still ended up winning, a, I would say, a nasty division game. So, props to the Titans. Yeah, um, I knew this was a bad matchup for the Colts. The Colts suck. They lost Quinn Nelson early in the game. Jonathan Taylor hasn't been able to get going, and he's kind of the sole part of their offense. Um, My biggest takeaway for the Colts is that they were very overrated coming into the season. I don't remember. if I don't think I bought into the hype at all. Maybe I did at one point, but no, I mean. And then the Titans, just like you said, need to get healthy, really. I didn't really watch much of this game, so I can't talk about it that much. So from what I saw and from fantasy purposes... um, the Titans' offense is still the Titans' offense. They're still high-powered. They still got Derrick Henry, and um, the Colts suck. So, yeah. That's fair. Next game we got the Cincinnati Bengals pulled off upset, go traveling to Pittsburgh and taking down division rival the Pittsburgh Schittsburg Steelers. Um, I'll take this one to start off with the Bengals' side. Stat, Anthony Lynch, analytics guy, Ryan Sawyer, the analytics guy's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. The Bengals held the Steelers' defense to their first sackless game since 2015 or 2019. A good analytics guy would know. More of the story, the Bengals' offensive line held their own against Pittsburgh. That's saying a lot because the Bengals' offensive line sucks. 
this just goes to show how potentially how good the Bengals offense can be when Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon have some protection when they're actually blocking when they're actually doing their thing now granted I'll give the Steelers the benefit of the doubt they were missing their best edge rusher TJ Watt but still they got Cam Hayward Stefan Tua and all these other guys I've been hearing Steelers fans hyping up where were they at they were losing to the Bengals um Starting to think I may have been right about the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger is god-awful. Ben Roethlisberger blows. Did you catch any of the game? Yes. He sucks. He looks very bad. Um, Their offensive line looks about as bad as I thought. Najee Harris, like I said last week, finally we kind of saw that breakout game from him. Finally put up double-digit fantasy points, saw the end zone, made a couple big plays. But it just wasn't enough to get the job done. And I'm sure Najee will continue to see a lot of volume, especially with the Steelers receiving core being banged up. But Ben Roethlisberger and that offensive line are two major liabilities to have. It's not good. The Steelers suck, and I'm starting to think I may have been right. So my biggest takeaways from this, Cincinnati is kind of as good as I thought. And if their offensive line can continue to be even remotely average, then I think that Cincinnati will be good for the Steelers. Um, Ben Roethlisberger sucks. Your offensive line sucks. And Ben Roethlisberger is the fourth best quarterback in that division. Um. I'm not reading too much into this game. I think if it was a healthy Steelers team, that they would have beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Juju got hurt in the game. Deontay Johnson was out. I mean, those are two of their you know, best receivers. Yeah, that's fine. And then on the other side of the ball, T.J. Watt was out. And that's a pretty big deal. He's the second-best rusher in all of football. He arguably should have been Defensive Player of the Year last year. He's getting paid $30 million. And when you lose a player like that, you know, it's obviously going to add up. And... I still think the Steelers are better than the Bengals. I'm not buying into this hype. I think the Steelers will be fine. Uh, like I said, they hang their hat on their defense. And when your best defensive player is out, I mean, if Aaron Donald's out for the Rams, they're going to take a big hit too because Aaron yeah, Donald makes the other players. T.J. Watt obviously makes the other players on the Steelers' D-line. Um, I, I'm still going to take the Steelers, bounce it back next week, depending on who they play against. If it's an average team, I'm taking the Steelers. I still believe the Steelers will make the playoffs as a wild card team, and I think they'll be fine when T.J. Watt comes back. No, that's fair. Um, oh Jesus! I think um, so. I'll, I guess I'll start off, and I'll just, I'll just give it to you. Yep. The Saints they ended up putting up a whooping against the New England Patriots. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. See, and last week, all of our picks were the same except for this game. I took the Saints. He took the Patriots. So I have a one-game lead in our contender series. Um, Saints blew them boys out. I didn't watch much of this game just because why would I watch the Patriots get blown out by the Saints? Because I mean, you're a jerk. Just why would I? That's just silly. Uh, Patriots suck. Um, so, yeah, but that being said, go Saints. Who that, baby? Um, so, this chair is so loud. Um, is that Barney barking again? Uh, he was, but he stopped. All right, um... The New tell Orleans me, Saints, my Patriots are 1-2 and two Give me now. Give full game break there. Listen, this is one of those games that I thought the Patriots could have started out 3-0 and or 0-3. Oh but they're at 1-2 and two right now. What happened to 2-1? What do you mean? Did I, did I not say 2-1? and one? No, you said 3-0 and oh or 0-3, oh and, and I'm like, that's not even possible. No, nah, but um, the Patriots, they had a few games that could have gone either way. Week 1, they played the Miami Dolphins. That one, close one. Week two, they blew the Jets out. In week three, they lost by 15 to the Saints. The Saints' defense looked very good, surprisingly. Jameis Winston finally is back on his high horse somehow. He's some, Jameis Winston is somehow finding a way to be good. Um, the Patriots' defense looked very disappointing, but I will 
<laughs> no. I will Kendrick give Mac Thorne. Jones the oh. benefit of the doubt. The Patriots' offensive line was touted to be top three. They sucked. The Patriots' offensive line has been god-awful this season so far. James White went out. Kendrick Bourne had his career high receiving at like 95 yards or something for his career. Mac Jones, he tried. He threw three picks. One of them was a pick six to Malcolm Jenkins. Um, just the Patriots, we didn't look very good. We have a lot of, lot, a lot of polishing to do before this game Saturday night versus <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I'll be touching on on Thursday's podcast. It's going to be an emotional episode. Be on the lookout for that on Thursday. But my biggest takeaway from this is that the Saints may not be as bad as I thought, and the Patriots have some work to do if they want to be as good as I think they can be and if they want to compete this year, especially in the AFC. Who that going to beat them Saints? Not you guys. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, let's move on to um this game. The Atlanta Falcons beat the New York Giants somehow 17-14. Do we have to talk about it? I was going to say let's keep this one short and sweet. They both suck. The Giants are just worse. Falcons got a lucky break. The Giants are banged up. Blake Martinez tore his ACL. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Kadarius Tony and Keenan Allen, I mean, not Keenan Allen, and Kenny Galladay are the only guys there. The Falcons suck. They oh, didn't look good. Two of my guys, bro. Kyle Pitts is, um, hasn't been good. I don't know why they drafted him if they're not going to target him until the second half of the football game. Um, they should have drafted a quarterback. They should have went full rebuild mode. Arthur Smith, the coach of the Falcons, is um, not looking good. The Falcons suck, and um, that's it. Just keep it short and sweet. The NFC East is looking like the NFC least. Again. But we got to see how Dallas and Philly do tonight. There's going to be one team that's positive. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about this game. It sucks. So nope. I'll go ahead and jump to the next game. The Ravens and the Lions. The Ravens ended up winning this game 19-17. to 2-1 against the 0-3 Lions. Um, what a game. Basically, the Lions got cheated. It was a delay. Yeah, game. dude, that was horrible um, miss. And then they got cheated when Justin Tucker decided to kick a, what, 66? Yeah, he turned his fighters up. Field goal. He, <laughs> he gave himself uh, 99 kick pass. Not only were they unlucky on the delayed game call, they were also unlucky on a field goal because he hit the bottom post and it ended up going in. Uh, it was just an unlucky game. The Ravens looked horrible. The Ravens suck. Harbaugh sucks. Actually, no, the Ravens are good. Harbaugh sucks. <laughs> Tyson Williams should have started. Harbaugh should be fired. So should the other Harbaugh in Michigan because he hasn't done anything Tell for the me past how you really 15 feel, years. Um, John Harbaugh... This, whatever Harbaugh's in the Ravens hasn't done anything either. He needed one of the best defenses of all time to win the Super Bowl, and he decided that Joe Flacco was his man. Um, so, with that being said, in conclusion, Harbaugh should be fired, and Justin Tucker should be praised and a coach, and should get a $20 million contract because he's the best kicker of all time. Yes, um... My takeaways from this, the Ravens, Hollywood Brown dropped three touchdowns, kind of fell off a cliff after that big week. Um, <laughs> dropped three touchdowns, yeah. wide open. Um, the Ravens are a very inconsistent team. They barely beat the Lions. They beat the Chiefs, and they lost to the – no, did they beat the – they lost to the Raiders, beat, barely beat the Lions, and beat the Chiefs. Very inconsistent. Um, Justin Tucker is the greatest kicker of all time, longest field goal in history, but the Lions look like they're a team that it is not going to be an easy win. Yeah. Looks like they're going to be able to hang in there with these teams. It's a trend in the right direction considering their early stages of rebuild. Dan Campbell. Jared Goff just needs a team around him. He'll go win a Super Bowl. Something Matt Stafford could never do. Because they never put a team around him, but we'll save that for a different day. Um, 
But yeah, the Lions, they look like they're going to be a team that can hang in there in all these games. They're not going to be an easy win like we thought. And the they kind of showed that in the Ravens game yesterday. Um, so with that being said, the Ravens are very inconsistent and the Lions are a force to be reckoned with down the stretch of these games. I said we jumped to the next game. Yeah, the overtime game of the week, the Raiders and the Dolphins. 31-28, the Raiders won. Um, What an ugly game. You watched, yeah, it was bad. I mean, just not even that. It's just two ugly teams playing. I mean, even if they're both healthy, it's an ugly matchup. The Raiders somehow pulled another win out of their ass. Um, <laughs> The Dolphins Literally. suck. Even with Tua, they suck. Their defense hasn't lived up to the hype, really. I don't know what Brian Flores has going on. Maybe it'll take some time, but their only win is against my Patriots, so I can't really say much. Um, but yeah, the Dolphins don't look good. The Raiders are gonna come have to come down to earth at some point, um, and that's really all I have to say about this one. It was a good game to watch, though, but it was very, very, very just an ugly team matchup, I guess. I still believe the Raiders suck. Peyton Barber had about 100 rushing yards. I don't know how. <laughs> uh, Darren Waller kind of disappeared off the face of the earth after Week One's crazy performance. Jacoby Brisket um, scored 28 points somehow, and I've seen rumors that he might start over Tua when he comes back for whatever. I don't know. Um, the Dolphins, I still think that they can squeeze in playoffs as a wild card team. They're 1-2. No it's, it's not looking great. The Raiders, I still think they suck, and I'm going to hold on to that hope that they suck. So, yeah, with that being said, I'm not buying too much in this game. I'm hoping the Raiders lose soon to make me look right because they suck. That's fair. Um, um, go ahead and jump into the next game. This game is going to be short and sweet. Yep. The 0-3 Jets lost to the 3-0 Broncos. Uh, Broncos won 26-0. Zach Wilson didn't have himself a great day. I think he threw two picks. Granted, playing against a no-fly zone defense, and uh, his team sucks. <laughs> yeah. He has not, I mean, there's, I, it, I, it just <laughs> sucks for him. He's. Who's he throwing to? I mean, Denzel Mims was just, yeah, throwing to Corey Davis as a wide receiver one, handing the ball off to uh, P. Ryan. No. Michael P. Ty Johnson. No. Uh, Michael Carter. (laughs) We just named like four running backs he's handing the ball to. (laughs) Tevin Coleman. Um, Yeah, the Jets suck. Broncos won 26 nothing. The Broncos are 3 0, such as, so, like the Panthers are too. I don't know how. So are the Raiders. I don't know how. But Mm -hmm. good for them. They got three easy games. They won them all. Jets are bottom feeders, and they're probably going to keep losing. Yeah, I'm buying into the Broncos hype. I've been bought into their hype since the offseason. They have battled some tough injuries. Bradley Chubb is fixing them be out for the next eight weeks. Jerry Judy's out for about the same time. K.J. Hamler and Jose Jewell are done for the year. Some big four tough losses for the Broncos. But the Jets suck. I'm buying into the Broncos hype. I've been buying into it the whole time and moving on. The Jets suck, by the way, if I didn't say Did I say the Jets suck? Yeah. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Rams. Tampa Bay moves to 2-1. Rams are 3-0. They lost 24-34, and I don't think the game was that close, really. No. I was close, and then Rams pulled away. And then in the fourth quarter, I believe Tampa got a late garbage touchdown to yeah. make it 24. Uh, Cooper Cup looking like the best receiver in all the football. He's putting up, like, two touchdowns a game. He's an absolute stud. Tom Brady lost. Um, I'm still sticking with my guts that Matt Stafford sucks. He had a good game. I'll give him props. Uh, Tyler Higby had a good game. But I'm sticking to my guns. Matt Stafford sucks. The Buccaneers are still the best team in football. And 
I rest in peace. Deshaun Jackson's back. D-Jax is back. That's also, I want to throw that out there. This was an NFC Championship preview. No. Yes. No. Because Matt Stafford is finally looking good. He finally has a team around him. He's finally no. balling how everyone thought, and everyone knows how good he uh, is and how good he can be. Uh, the Buccaneers are still the best team in football. I'm not going to bet against the GOAT. I don't care. They had a tough loss. A lot of hype. The Rams just seemed to be playing with more of a chip on their shoulder than the Bucks were. Scotty Miller is missing a significant amount of time. That That's a big, big loss for them. Huge loss for the Bucks. I mean, is that sarcasm? Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> Scotty Miller was a stud last year. Their Hater? four-string wide receiver. Hater? Arguably fifth. Locker room. He's great in the locker room. Hater? Moral of the story, both teams are good. NFC Championship preview. These teams will be seeing each other again. The Bucks will be fine. I'm not buying into this loss at all. The site is bit. Two good teams played. Rams came out on top. Um, biggest takeaways, the Buccaneers need secondary depth bad. They need to offer Richard Sherman a contract. He sucks, but they need him. Their secondary is terrible, and the Rams, um, Matt Stafford's finally balling. So, that's fair. Are you ready to jump to the next game? Yeah, um, two I'm two more taking games this left. next game, and you're taking the one after, because I fell asleep very early into that one. <laughs> okay, go <laughs> very ahead. Very early. Go ahead. So this next game is the Seattle Seahawks. They traveled against. They traveled to Minnesota. They ended up losing the game seventeen to thirty. Initially, I thought Seattle was going to win the football game. Why? Because Russell Wilson is way better than Kirk Cousins. But, boy, I was wrong. Um, Kirk Cousins had, what, three, four touchdowns, 350 yards. Absolutely destroyed Seattle. Alexander Madison had 100 rushing yards, even with Dalvin Cook out. Uh, Justin Jefferson had 100 and a touchdown. I think Adam Thielen might have had two touchdowns or so. Vikings just rolled these boys. DK did look pretty good. Uh, Tyler Lockett got banged up. Uh, It was really just the Vikings defense actually looked pretty good. Um, the Neil Hunter was going after it. Seahawks couldn't do much on the ground, and the Vikings ended up winning this game 30-17. to Pat Pete was getting destroyed by DK in the first quarter or so, but they kind of got things together, and the Vikings won. The Vikings won 30-17. I don't know how, but the Vikings improved the 1-2. and two. Seahawks down to 1-2. Two. Two. Yeah. Um, Seahawks, what happened? The Vikings suck. The Vikings <laughs> have... A good offense with an okay defense, with an okay defensive-minded coach with Kirk Cousins. And they beat the Seattle Seahawks. This is the Vikings thing to do. The Vikings win games like this, but they still suck. Um, I didn't watch much of this game either, so I can't really speak much on it. It looked like the Seahawks' offense just couldn't get going. I watched a decent part of it, and another player I want to throw out is Conklin. Five receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. He ran over Seattle. Not sure how, but... Good for Made Bobby the tight Wagner end look silly. Yeah, again, whoever was covering him for a guy that needs a tight end, that's good to hear. Um, Conklin, look yeah. at him. The next Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't have much to say about this game. I didn't catch much of it. I don't want to bullshit you guys. So I mean, I should move on to this final game, which I watched most of. Before I didn't I... catch. I woke up <laughs> like at four or five thirty this morning or Sunday morning. Passed out. I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we were watching the UFC fights at Jake, so yeah, I was tired too. Yeah, but yeah, now, um, the Green Bay Packers knocked off the San Francisco 49ers 30-28 to in an absolute thriller of a game. Green Bay was up 17-0, final drive. San Fran put Trey Lance in, last play before halftime, and he scored him a touchdown on an amazing QB run. Then they came out of the second half, scored again, tied it up, made it close. Um, Did you see that? 
hit. I didn't, oh, Demonte, yeah, I saw that. That was a bad no call. Um, yes, it was. They Packers saw the ball. So they don't. I knew not to buy into the hype about that week one blot to the Saints. They haven't played together. Aaron Rodgers is fine. The Packers seem, their defense has definitely improved as well. It seems like they're trying to get Kevin King off the field as much as they can. They took Eric Stokes in the first round for a reason, did and he see, stepped uh, it up. Trent Williams, what he did yeah. to Eric Stokes. To be fair, he would do that to anyone. a lot of corners. Yeah. But, but now, I mean, Eric Stokes has looked very good. They kind of just threw him out there to the Wolves outside of Jair Alexander. And um, they've been working Jair in the slot, actually, a lot, which um questionable call, but... I mean, if they have another corner where they can kind of move Jair anywhere they want and Eric Stokes does his thing, who was arguably one of the better corners in the class, um, that's what they've been doing. And for the 49ers, Brandon Ayuk finally got going, had his breakout game, I guess, finally put up some decent fantasy points. Um, The 49ers, they gave Aaron Rodgers too much time at the end of the game. That's all it came down to. They gave Aaron Rodgers the ball with like... To be fair, it's hard to get much lower than 37 and no timeouts. Yeah, but you're still right. With Aaron Rodgers, you know, it's right. 37 seconds is way too much time. You're still right, but like it's it's yeah. That just speaks. It was just about a, Rodgers. Yeah, it was just a tough break for the 49ers at the end. But the 49ers look good though, despite them giving up 30 points. Their defense didn't look horrible. They're definitely missing help in the secondary now that Josh Norman is probably out for some time. I don't know Bruce Longs. I'm not sure how long that is. Yeah, I don't. Still, I mean, Josh Norman's out. They have absolutely nothing in the secondary, and um. They look good. They need to get Trey Lance going more on offense. Their offense is so much more dynamic when he's on the field. One of the announcers made out a point that when Jimmy G's on the field, it's easy to stop him because you're not looking for Jimmy G to go scramble. But with Trey Lance on the field, you have an extra set of legs, an extra player you got to watch out for, which can set up for other open players downfield, which is the biggest thing. They try to get him going on some specialty plays. They put him in the game a couple plays last night. He ran for a touchdown like I said 49ers look pretty good though against the Packers um another potential playoff matchup we could see down the line and um I think that about wraps this one up no yeah I'm not going to put any input on the Packers 49ers I literally saw none of it I uh, actually no I saw like four minutes on first but nice yeah but yeah and um we do normally touch on the Monday night game but we are not recording we're recording Monday at, it is right now 6.34 p.m. and the game don't start for another about two hours now. We're not going to lie to you guys. We're watching the Cowboys-Eagles game and that's why we're not recording. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be we're honest with you guys. Um, go Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboy up. Feed Zeke. Um, the Eagles suck. F the Eagles. Um, that's it from the, for this week's first episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. Thank you guys for listening. You guys know. Check us out. Show us love. Keep killing it with the love. And um, we got a game to catch. So we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Peace wrong we will not see you next week we'll see you thursday check out all of our other content and now we'll see you guys see you peace